Hey, before we get into the sponsor for this week's podcast, um, I wanted to ask you guys, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, uh, stop what you're doing. Go ahead and click on the link right there um, at the bottom. You should see it. It's right there. It says subscribe on iTunes. I need you guys to go and subscribe, rate and review the podcast on iTunes right now. If you could do that, that, that'll be a huge favor. Um, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, what that does is really help set us in the rankings and gives us an opportunity to reach more people um, and that's what we're trying to do here so if you can just go and subscribe rate and review the podcast on iTunes um, if you have an Android device and you don't have iTunes I understand listen on SoundCloud uh, there's Stitcher and TuneIn but um, if you do have the capability to go to iTunes please uh, go to iTunes and subscribe rate and review the podcast so uh, now that we have that business out of the way today's podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at Lander uh, based in Montreal Canada Lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service so um just for being a listener to the podcast today you guys will get a free trial that includes two free mp3s of your master so all you got to do is go to lander.com that's l-a-n-d-r.com slash promo slash s-o-d-d for straight out the den go there check out the free trial let me know what you think but most importantly let lander know Uh, you can tweet them and tell them that straight out the den sent you we would love for you to do that so um you know, last week we had a great podcast, and and before I go any further, um, rest in peace, uh, the Fife Dog. Um, I know this is a informal, um, informal, um, informative. I don't know what's going on right now. I'm mean, informative uh, podcast, but um, it, it it just wouldn't feel right if I I continued without uh, sending our condolences to the family um, of Five Dog and, and to a tribe called Quest. Man, we, we lost a, a legend uh, this week, and so um, I just wanted to make sure that I got that out uh, before we went any further. Um, so. You know, last week uh, we we had a great podcast, and for those that missed last week, uh, you can definitely check that out. Um, all of our past episodes are on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Um, but last week's uh, podcast, uh, we got into something that uh, I don't want to say shook up a lot of people, but um, the feedback has been great. You know, um, we went into that how to get sponsors. And and it was one of those conversations that we had. I mean, immediately, as soon as I put the podcast up, I had people hitting me up, um, you know, text messages and phone calls and, um, on social media saying like, Hey man, great information. I do appreciate it. And a lot of people went directly right into action, which that, that really, um, made me happy to see people taking the words that we give out here seriously and actually going, diving right into action and making a plan and making it happen. And, um, it was one of those things where, you know, there's so much money out here, um, for your, your vision and your plan and your goals and and your projects, but you have to do a little footwork and, and, uh, the, the bulk of the time people just don't get into doing the footwork and that's what really limits them from, um, you know, moving up further. And don't get me wrong. I, I was the same way. I didn't do the footwork. I was being lazy and, um, you know, things pass me by. And, and it's amazing as soon as you start to do a little more footwork and uh, get in and, and do some of the small detailed things, the things that other people won't do, you start seeing results, right? So this week, um, we're going to get into um, a subject that, and I'll give you the context of, of how I came up with this. Uh, the subject is fan versus followers, like the lies of social media, right? And so let me ask you this. Do you know someone that has uh, 30,000 followers, but um, for some reason they can't 
um, fill out their shows. They always have empty shows. Um, like, why does that happen? Or, or better yet, like, how does that happen? Right. So we're going to go over all of that stuff. But before I really dive into that, I want to give you guys the proper context of how I came up with this subject. So um, earlier this week, I asked a question on social media, Twitter and mainly Instagram. Um, I said, indie, indie artists, like, what are some things that you're currently struggling with in your career? Right. And so you know, I got a list of things, right? Uh, it was one of those questions that um, I, I gave out there and I knew that there were going to be um, people that was going to chime in. Um, I was just waiting to see what people would say. And so I got um, answers and, and comments from everybody. Um, and we had things from all the way from, you know, budgeting and how do you get money funding um, all the way to how do you get shows? And, you know, those are pretty much common uh, things that I was expecting. And we also got a few other things um, talking about fame and, um, you know, just some a, a lot of great information. And some of those things we're going to definitely turn into podcasts as uh, time goes on. But uh, one that really stood out to me the most was from Fresh Ali and, and his Instagram is Friday uh, 13. But the Friday is PH. That's his thing. You know, he does everything with a PH. So it's PH. R-I-D-A-Y, the number 13. Um, and what he, he said was, you know, trying to decipher actual fans from followers in quotation marks. Right. And I thought that was so great because I, I felt like I can talk about that for for hours. And and I'll spare you. I won't talk about it for hours. We're going to make this thing in 30 minutes. I promise you. Uh, but it was one of those conversations that I just felt that um, I needed to have. And it was so immediate and it just touched me when he wrote it. And it was so many things that kind of went through my mind um, as I read his comment. Um, now, I'll, I'll give you some history about Fresh Ali first before um, I go any further. Fresh Ali is a dope artist out of East Atlanta. Um, I, I met him on a showcase a while back. And the thing that really caught my attention was this guy wasn't doing anything that everybody else was doing. Uh, the first thing that he did was he would kneel down on stage and while his performance was going on and, and at first I was like okay I didn't get it but it kept my attention it, it made me watch him to see what he was going to do next and I've had a chance to interview Fresh and he he told me that um, it started out of nervousness and so it was his way to kind of keep himself calm and then he was able to attack his audience and he kind of you know it worked for him and he kind of just kept going and it became a thing of his uh, to kind of you know start his shows kneel down um, not really um, paying the, art, the audience any attention and kind of gradually get into the performance. So that's something that worked for him. But uh, Fresh Ali, you definitely should check him out. Once again, it's Friday the 13th, uh, P-H-R-I-D-A-Y, the number 13 on um, Instagram. Uh, very dope artist. Um, but like I said, so um, that question really resonated with me and it was something that I wanted to share with you guys. And so before we go any further, I wanted to talk about, you know, what is a fan, right? Um, and so our good friends, um, we always trust Wikipedia, um, but Wikipedia said a fan or a fanatic is sometimes also called an aficionado or supporter is a person who is enthusiastically devoted to something or somebody such as a band, a sports team, a genre, a book, a movie, or an entertainer collectively, uh, the fans of a particular object or person, 
constitute a fan base or fan or um, fandom. So uh, that that's perfect. That's where we can stop right there. That's enough for us to get an opportunity to know what exactly what a fan is. It's a fanatic. It's somebody that absolutely loves what you do and will pretty much do anything for you. Right now, a follower. I won't go to Wikipedia for the definition of a follower, but I'll give you my definition of a follower. Uh, a follower is typically um, from social media and um, it is. A clickable action right and what I mean by a clickable action is is something that you can do on all social media is press a button and after you press a button you're guaranteed you're gonna be able to um, get in contact with that person and, and you're done you don't have to do anything else this is uh, something that I like to call um, the set it and forget it right like or a microwavable approach it, it doesn't take much like you literally all you need to do is click a button and you can become a follower. You can, you can like a page, you can, um, do anything, you know, like a picture, all of these things, it's one click. And, and so the, the difference, the main difference between being a fan and a follower is that a follower doesn't have to do much. Like I can literally like someone's page or add them on Facebook or add them on Twitter, whatever, follow them and never interact with them again. Like, I don't have to do anything. I just did one action. And that one action, you know, may have brightened their day or it may have just added, you know, another notch on their belt, so to speak. But I didn't have to do anything else. And, and that's the thing. So followers, um, for the sake of the conversation on social media, it it, it gives you a um, what I call like a false sense of importance. Right. So like our early example, there's somebody that that's out there that has, and this may be you and there's no shade to you, but you may have 30,000 followers, you know, and you're trying to figure out like, man, I got 30,000 followers on Twitter or 30,000 followers on Instagram. And it's not, um, they're, I'm not really engaging with them. It's not really, um, showing up in my shows or it's not showing up as in my money or anything like that. I'm not doing anything. I just have 30,000 followers and it looks good on social media. So it's one of those things that converting that. And we talked about converting those numbers in, in, in an earlier podcast that you guys can check out. But more importantly, I want to just go over that, this false sense of importance, right? With social media, it gives you the ability to uh, reach out to people, but you have to know how to engage. And most people don't know how to engage. You just know how to click a button and you think, that that's working for you right and so the main thing is is with all social media you have to engage and if you're not engaging with people what, what's going to end up happening is you're just gonna get a, it's like having a bank right and think think of social media in the terms of a bank and, and if if you have a bank you're constantly making deposits and you're constantly making deposits and you're making deposits and you're making deposits and you don't have your account number you don't have your 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 bank card. You don't have any information able to get that money out. So yeah, you're making deposits and, and yeah, it's growing. You, you know, you're sort of speak, your money is growing. But if you don't have the credentials, if you don't have the, your ID, if you don't have that engagement in order to go there and get it out, then it's, it's almost pointless. It's worthless. It's like having running around and you're rich, but you don't have anything to show for it, right? You're still broke mentality or you are you still broke via social media because you have all of these followers you have a big bank but you're not doing anything with it and so that's that's that false sense of importance that I'm telling you you about right now um, you can have 30,000 people or you can have 3,000 but you're having 300 people show up to every show which one is better 30,000 people yeah it looks good you may can get into to certain meetings but those meetings will tell off 
very quickly uh, once they see your show and there's nobody there. So you, you want to make sure um, because the truth is what's going to really sustain you as an indie artist is your show and your merch. That's it. You know, um, you will eventually sell records, but, you know, this model has changed. It's mainly merch and shows. So. If you can't get people to show up at your show, then that's the problem. You're at a serious problem and you got to fix that problem before you try to go anywhere further. Right. And so now there's some there's some ways that you can tell the difference. Um, and the main thing that I, I would do if I was in in your position and I've been in this position before. And sometimes, you know, you, you still may be in that position, but you have to figure out how to do it. And so one of the ways that you can tell the difference between um, a fan or a follower, right, is to simply ask them. And it's just that simple, like ask them. And what I mean, ask them is you can ask them like, hey, who's a fan of such and such? You know, who's a fan of straight out the den? If you're a fan, then, of course, that person is knowing that you asking that question, there's going to be a follow up. And that follow up is more than likely is going to lead to an action. Right? If you're a fan of straight out the den. Hey, subscribe to the podcast. If you're a fan of straight out the den. do it. And, and so most of the time it's a if you like this, then do this. And, and I'll tell you this right here. That is the wrong mentality to have. And, and here's why. It's because you're trying to sell before establishing a foundation, before establishing a relationship. You're trying to sell something. So, I, you know, I start this podcast off with a sponsor. I, I have a working relationship with that sponsor and I have a working relationship with you as the audience. I know what you guys may like. I'm not going to come on here and try to sell you something that you don't like or that you don't need. I figured that, hey, I'm going to only deal with products that my fan base would have an interest in. I know that you guys are indie artists and I know that, the you know, I, I asked that question earlier this week and one of the main things that came up was finances, right? You don't have a lot of money to do some of the things you want to do. So if I can figure out a way that you can cut that that in half with, with mastering with Lander, then hey, why not do that? That's a, a part of the process that you can cut down on your finances. And so that's why I'm always trying to make sure that I'm bringing you uh, things like, yeah, of course, I got bills to pay and I need sponsors to be able to pay those bills. But ultimately, I want to make sure that I'm giving you a product that you really need and not something that's just going to pay my bills. It's not a win, win, win. Right. And so the, the same thing happens um, with your, your social media. So don't try to sell them anything, but you can go out and ask them, ask them if you're a fan. And when you ask them if, if they're a fan, then you got to come up with an engagement way. That's not going to ask them to buy something from you. Right. It's just simple engagement. What I did earlier wasn't a great example of, of simple engagement. I asked a question. It was a very sincere question, but it was also something that was going to be opinionated and open ended and it was going to allow for conversation. I asked artists like, hey, what are you struggling with? And me asking that question, it, it showed three things to the to the artist or I'm hoping that it showed three things. The first thing it showed that I cared. I wanted to know what you're struggling with. And that was a genuine question. I wanted to know, like, hey, what's going on in your world? Number two, it showed that, hey, this guy has, you know, something to talk about and he's waiting for me to talk to him so it, it opened up the door for conversation and the third thing that it did was allow for us to have some type of dialogue back and forth and when we have dialogue you have engagement and once you have engagement there's a sensibility of trust there and once you have trust now you can start trying to do other things right I don't want to come out and sell anything to you if I don't establish any trust there's no point in that. That's just that's backwards. So you want to establish trust first and make sure that you're offering something that's 
willing and needed for the other person and not something that's going to pad your own pocket. Right. So that's the main thing. Ask them. That's number one. Engagement is is um it, it, it is really what determines the followers um, that, that can turn, excuse me, turn your followers to your fans. That engagement. Now, you're going to have those people on social media that if you're like me, when I first got on Instagram or and Twitter and all of these things, I, I come from the era where Facebook started when I was in college. Right. And so when when I got on Facebook, you literally had to log into Facebook with a, a school ID. Your school had to be accepted and you had to use your school email address in order to log in on Facebook. And, you know, of course, that changed. Um, I remember when they first started to allow high school students to get on. And then from there, they allowed everybody to get on there. And I just remember when that happened, I was just like, this is so weird. You know, how can, you know, my, my mom or um, how can my little sister or my brother be on Facebook when this was my mind was I was there from the inception. So it was all about college for me. So it took a while for, for me to kind of get that out the way. But um, I was all Facebook. And I remember um, Jimmy Hennessy. Um, he, he was here and he was talking about, man, you need to get on Twitter. You need to be socially active with everybody. Um, and, and this is what you need to do. And, and it took me a while, but I, I finally got on Twitter. And when I got on Twitter, I did what most people probably do. Um, you know, I did that contacts and, and, you know, they check with your your email contacts and all of these things. And it kind of send requests to a, a bunch of people. And that's what I did. I, I sent a bunch of requests out. I went out there and I just started adding a lot of people. And the truth is, that's not really what you want to do. Right. Because what happened, I ended up with a huge number of people that I was following. And it wasn't necessarily people that I needed to follow. Um, we wasn't having any great conversation. It was just more so the fun of being on social media. And so you're just kind of adding people just to add them for the sake of saying like, oh, I have this. And, you know, there was that thing of, hey, if you add people, they'll add you back. And that's how you increase your following. Right. And all of those things can be true, but they don't necessarily help if you're not engaging. They're just simply bloating your numbers and making your numbers look great, but they're not really turning into anything for you. Right. So that's the other thing. But you want to make sure that you go out and turn your followers into fans. And so the only way to do that is to engage with them. Ask them questions. You're going to hear me say the word engage a lot during this podcast. And, and that's on purpose. You have to engage with these people. Um, these are your fans. If you want them to be your fans right now, they're your followers. But if you want them to be your fans, you got to engage with them. Ask honest questions. Have honest feedback and be willing to take some criticism because they, they may dish out some things that they may um not like about about you and you got to take it with a grain of salt now if it's something that's being facetious and they're just kind of throwing stuff out there just to do it that will happen okay you don't have to respond to everything uh but if if you ask the question like hey what do you guys like or or dislike about my show you know you can't get upset when somebody says like hey man i, I don't like that you rap over your tracks um, it's hard for me to hear you. Can you stop doing that? that that's honest feedback. And, and that person would be right. I think you shouldn't rap over your tracks. Uh, you should, everyone should have a performance track. Um, if you need some tips on that, we can really go over that, but you should be performing over a performance track, which includes, uh, just your hook and your ad libs. And, and if you're somebody that has, you know, very wordy and sometimes you may forget your rhymes, you may want to have, um, some, some words in there, which would be your ad libs that can really help you keep on track, um, of your verse, you know, some stuff here and there, but for the most part, you don't, uh, you shouldn't be rapping over a song. You should never come into a situation where you are playing your uh, CD quality uh, mixed song 
and performing over that. That shouldn't happen unless it's like a surprise performance and somebody literally brings you on stage um, to do that. And that's that's the only thing that the DJ may have at that time, which in that case, you should always have your thumb drive with you <laughs> with a performance mix. That's just being prepared. OK, that's a whole nother podcast, but that's that's a free gem for you today. So, you know, you got to ask those questions that, and that require opinions and, and um, also they're open ended. So basically, you don't want to ask any yes or no questions uh, because that doesn't really serve as engagement. That's one. Of, that's almost a click again. You're, you're asking a question like, hey, who went to the mall today? Um, me. That's that's nothing. Or I did. Or did you go to the mall today? Yes, I went to the mall today. And what, there's nothing to go from there. So you want to ask something that's going to really make someone think and really give their opinion. The more opinions you can get on social media, the more engaged you'll be with that person. So ask questions that are going to garner opinions from people. You got to figure that out. So it is about sometimes you got to be strategic. You can't just be all willy nilly with your social media. Maybe you got to write down that question a couple of times, but ask that right question that's going to give you um, some serious engagement and, and, and get opinions from your followers, because those those followers will give you their opinions. And if and if you're open to having conversation with the, these people, then that will turn into real life engagement. Don't have 20 people ask you a question and you don't answer anybody. That's pointless. You're not going to engage with them. You're just going to become that person that like to see comments without responding right so that's that's something that's very important in that process so as in any artist you got to remember you can't be selfish right um I, I know there are a lot of people that are artists that are also introverted i get it um believe it or not i'm a very introverted person myself uh that just so happened if, if i deal with anything music wise I'm wide open. Um, you know, I, I'm a cancer, right? I was born on the 22nd of June. And so I say this all the time. I have a very emotional side, but there's a part of me that's so Gemini that I can't, um, I just can't get away from. And I think that the, the Gemini part of me with me being right on the cuff is, is just, I have a very introverted side and I have a very, is it extroverted? I know. I think, don't get me wrong, but I have that part. So when I'm dealing with music, I can be live. I can be, you know, talkative. I can, you know, engage with you. Anything dealing with music, I'm open and engaged. Music or the Braves. You, music or the Braves, I can talk with you all day about. But when it comes to other things like family and things like that, I'm very private. I'm very to myself. If I'm not dealing with music, I'm literally probably sitting down chilling to myself or my wife or, you know, family. But outside of that, you know, I can engage with you and talk all day long, but you know, that that's just who I am. And so I get that part. I understand that you may have a little selfish nature in that, and you may not want to talk to everybody, but, uh, if you want to be successful as an indie career, you have to get out and you have to talk to people and you have to get rid of that selfish nature. You have to engage with people. So if you're at a show, Pay attention to the crowd. See who is, um, you know, looking at your performance. And once you get off stage, go and interact with those people. Get off the stage and immediately go talk to them. And more than likely, you don't have to figure out who it was. All you got to do is make eye contact. That person's eyes will get big. They'll probably start walking up to you. They may even dap you up and say, hey, great show. Love what you're doing. And at that point, that's when you want to sit down and engage with the, with, with the fans. You got to engage with them. You Believe it or not, a 30 second to a minute conversation with a fan after your show will keep them a fan for the rest of your life what what will and it'll work so well because they'll man this person is so cool you have to remember as an artist people want to be 
in your position. You know, people want to be able to rap. They want to be able to sing. Um, and if you, you're engaging yourself or if you're putting yourself around the right fan, fans, then these are things that more than likely they can't do, but they want to do it. And they're they're just amazed that the that you're you having the ability to do that. And so they're going to look at that and they're going to be in awe. And so the minute that you rub them the wrong way, they're going to forget about it. You know, so you want to make sure early on right now. And I know, you know, as a you may not be able to continue doing this like this is something that 10 years down the road, um, if you know, you're, you're finally at that, that high level. It may be hard to engage with everybody. But when you're here and you're building that solid foundation, you got to create a memorable moment for somebody. And a, and a memorable moment is you get off the stage after your show, dapping that person up, telling them, hey, I appreciate you for coming. I rock them at the show. Hey, let's take a picture. Hey, even like tag me on Instagram. I'm going to send a salute. I'm going to tell people to follow you back. All of these things, doing that stuff will really make someone's day, believe it or not. Everybody wants to get a picture for the gram. So if you can't do that or get on Snapchat. So if you can do that, that's just it's better for you. That's true engagement. And they'll never forget that. And they'll become a real fan. They won't just be a follower. Right now, um, the other thing, the, the most important thing. Um, and we'll wrap this up shortly is the follow up. <laughs> I repeat, it's the follow up. Following up is so important on every avenue of business. You have to learn how to follow up. Now, how do you follow up with a fan versus a follower? Hey, if somebody says that they're a fan of you, make sure you acknowledge that that acknowledgement is a follow up. Now, if somebody is a follower of you, there is a slightly different thing that you have to do to, to, to follow up with them. The main thing to follow up with somebody that's considered a follower that you're trying to turn into a fan is that you have to follow up and just ask them those questions again. So if they didn't want to answer the question the first go around, you got to go go back and ask them again, which means that, hey, I may have asked a question. Now, I'll use the example that I that I used earlier when I asked the question what people are struggling with. Right now, my following on Twitter is is, you know, almost four thousand people. Right. Something like that. I, I forgot the number, um, but it's numbers wise is way bigger than what I have on Instagram. However, I can put something on Instagram and because my engagement is a little bit different, I, I really talk to a lot of people via Instagram. Now on Twitter, Twitter is a lot of me, you know, posting links from, from the uh, website and every now and then I get up there and I'll ask questions and, you know, I'll try to, you know, repost links and things like that. I, my engagement on Twitter is not where I want it to be. I'm still working on it. And it's mainly because of how I told you guys how I started on Twitter. I literally just added a bunch of people. And so that's how it's hard for me to engage. Instagram, I was very selective with who I added. You know, Facebook is all family and friends and people that I went to college with. So my engagement on Facebook is completely different. I can really go there and, and talk and have an honest opinion about something. I'll get some honest feedback back. But when it comes to artist stuff, I went directly to Instagram and I knew the feedback was going to come more from Instagram than it was going to come from Twitter. Twitter, I had about uh, maybe maybe five or six people that said something Instagram there's over like 80 comments and that's the thing because my engagement is different on Instagram so I knew that I can take that conversation there and get the answers that I needed to get to present to you guys right so it's all about following up and for me following up was like hey not being satisfied with what I heard on Twitter let's move the conversation to another social media platform. And from there, if you don't like what you have there, move it to another social media platform. Keep moving it until you get the engagement that you want. Right. All right. So 
the social media now i will say just in, in to wrap it up uh social media is important but remember this it shouldn't define you now what do i mean by it shouldn't define you um like i said early in the conversation there are people that have 30,000 followers but nobody's showing up to their shows uh, they have lo- have allowed social media to really dictate uh their life oh man i'm famous on social media but it's not really doing anything for you. So you have to know that social media is all about having fun, right? It's you want to have fun. You want to have engagement with people. You want to sit around and talk to people. Um, you want to ask questions, all of those things. But it shouldn't define you. It shouldn't be who you are, meaning you shouldn't wake up and and love social media, right? Social media is fun. That's cool. But you don't want you should be able to take a break from it at some point if you needed to. Um, and. and you know, it's just it is what it is like now. I'll say for DJ Khaled, for example, he's the king of Snapchat. He's great at what he does on Snapchat. However, you have to know that he has a schedule in place. He's not going to be on Snapchat all day. Like, and, and the beauty of Snapchat is that, you know, it only takes nine seconds, right? Nine to ten seconds. So you can literally do something every hour for nine seconds and your Snapchat would be crazy but the truth is if you did a snapchat every hour for 24 um let's say for maybe 14 hours while you're up i mean you're not even at you know two minutes of of social media time and that's the beauty of it so there's some things that you can do the perception is that oh man that person is on snapchat all the time but if you really break it down it's not a lot it's not a lot it's only nine seconds and maybe 10 videos that day so you know that's 90 seconds that's a that's a minute and a half of social media so and if you want to put some buffer time in there add another three minutes and, and you're still not even at five minutes of social media so there's ways around it just make sure that it doesn't define you um you know that you have to engage with your fans engage Engagement, engagement, engagement. I added to it another time just in case you guys didn't hear me say it enough uh, during this podcast. It's the most important thing to turn your fans, um, your, your followers to fans. Right. And so look, that's it for this week. Um, I wanted to keep it short, very sweet. Um, hopefully that answered some of you guys questions um, about fans and followers. Um, like I said before, if you're listening to this podcast and you're enjoying the content, absolutely, please be sure to go to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review. I want you guys to remember that. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. And also, if you love the content, share it with somebody. Tell them that, hey, you heard this great podcast has given out some good information that I thought it may be helpful for you. I would love for you to do that. And let me know once you do. I'll definitely shout you out. Um, and we'll read comments and, and all of that. But, you know, I need you guys to put that out there uh, so that we can make that happen. Right. So um, like I always say, oh, oh, and before I get out of here, um, we for those that have asked, we are going to start launching those classes. Um, it's not done. What I'm what I'm doing right now is making sure that I'm providing the right value um, for those classes. And so for you that have been asking, yes, we will continue to do that. We are launching that and that will launch very soon. So you can stay tuned. I'm going to make those announcements um, as we roll out with those. Uh, so that is definitely coming. That's not something I put on the back burner. Um, we're just making sure that we're doing the fine tuning and making sure that we're offering you the best product that we possibly can. Uh, so like I always say, if you guys have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream and working until that dream becomes a reality. With that being said, I'm Jay Gooder, straight out the den. We out. See you next week.